Call me sentimental, but to me, the most joyful moment in sports is the soccer goal. And when that goal happens at the World Cup, well, it's pretty good. I'm Brian Phillips. With the 2022 Men's World Cup approaching, I'm making a podcast called 22 Goals on the Ringer Podcast Network. It's about 22 of the most fire emoji goals in the history of the tournament. We're going to have so much fun. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience, so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alawa. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with the Bob Odenkirk foot saga. (laughs) Rumor has it. And the 90 day slash Tiger King crossover that we've all been waiting for. One of our more chaotic (laughs) uh, teases at the top, I have to say. It's, yeah. We're starting out strong, though. We are starting out like pure pop culture news. So we are checking in with relationship news. A lot happened this week. Big news, guys. Kim and Pete broke up. It feels old at this point because how often we've been talking about them. They dropped it at like 5.30 p.m. on a Friday. Classic like missing the news cycle. Screwing all of us. Exactly. Yeah. So by the time now, all these days later, I'm like, eh, okay, whatever. (laughs) But I was a little shocked, to be honest, just because they were like so in love. And once she puts him on her social media, I was just like, oh, this is at least going to be somewhat long term. But they dated for nine months, which is long. He got like the tattoos still. Yeah. Of her kids' names. Yeah. And no longer is, are they, or is she his girl? And she is also not a lawyer. So that my girl's oh, a lawyer double. tattoo. That's a lot of Is that what up. he did he get a tattoo that said my girl's yeah. a lawyer? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. That aged horribly. <laughs> yeah. But wow. yeah, apparently, you know, like all these sources that like Chris Jenner is planting in the media, like who knows mm-hmm. what's right. But it got very serious very quickly, which yeah, obviously. And she wasn't ready. This was obviously her first like romance post Kanye West divorce. So anyway, I don't want to say that I was doomed to fail, but like these two could not have come from different celebrity worlds. Yeah. It was against all odds. They made it nine months. But Amelia, did you see that like it was nine months, which is kind of like exactly the term of Chloe's second child, like their pregnancy. And then like- I think at that point they knew that Tristan had cheated and it was going to come out in the news. And then 
basically like they broke up and Chloe, they had their second child and that was just like a non-event in mm-hmm. the news. Like mm-hmm. I didn't hear yes. a single peep no. about it. Totally. And so people were just saying that like, I don't know, it was like all orchestrated to cover up and kind of distract from the fact that Chloe got cheated on again from At Tristan and- yeah, I'm willing to believe quite a lot about these people. So, Me too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that being it's all a planned, real thing. You guys, <laughs> yeah. I, I really I think I Chris Jenner is just pulling the strings like an evil little puppet master <laughs> and know. she's great I at think, it. Yeah. She I think is. she's better than we know. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see who they both end up with next. I'm more interested in who Pete mm. ends up with cuz he's like every amazing powerful woman in Hollywood. So, we'll see. But yes, yeah, sad to start. But anyway, let's keep going. Kate? Big marriage news. We had talked about the uh, rumors about this. This was coming, I think, a couple weeks ago. But according to sources, Taika Waititi and Rita Ora, Rita Ora, as I weirdly enunciated that, <laughs> um, they're married. They married in secret. There were nice. rumors that this was going to happen. They were going to have like a private wedding. You know, we were disappointed by the privacy of it, frankly, because they're pretty fun and messy (laughs) and they're party people. And Mm. I would have loved to know more about this guest list and this wedding and hopefully some details and pictures at some point will come out. They've been together for like a little over a year. I think they went public like spring 2021, summer 2021. So not very long. And she changed her last name, which again, Mm. like not to be like bra burning feminist on this podcast, but you're a celebrity. Rita Ora is a brand. Okay. People Mm. have been making fun of Rita Ora and her name for years. And it's like, she's a meme now. And I think you got to like harness that. You got to capture that. You can't become Rita Waititi. It's just not, it's just not the same. Well, Jennifer Affleck said it was okay. That's what I'm fucking saying. This is a problem and it's ongoing. (laughs) Breaking down barriers that one. Listen, they (laughs) teach you in journalism school the importance of a brand and search engine optimization and you got to keep those bylines consistent. It's true. It's so true. I feel like, listen, like Jennifer Lopez is Jennifer Lopez. She's always going to be Jennifer Lopez. However, Rita Ora was already like C-list. Like already like struggling (laughs) to be recognized like as a celebrity. (laughs) And I just think like the next big hit from like Rita Waititi is just not going to, it's not going to (laughs) work. I just don't. I just think she needed that. She needed that brand recognition more than JLo. I have a counterpoint. Okay. Rita Waititi is a clean slate in Hollywood in the music bit. Yes. Could you maybe turn on a Rita Waititi song? Not knowing that it's Rita Waititi. Turn that Rita Waititi song up. Like that was a off the tongue. Oh, okay. You're going to be like, who is this new ingenue Rita Waititi? Yeah. Maybe she'll just go like Rita. You know, this oh, is re- exactly oh, what she needs. The mononym, Maybe. actually. Yeah. I'm into it's that. a little similar to Reba, but like okay. different, you know, well, it's different brands, different <laughs> demographics. Totally different. <laughs> I listen to both of them, but still. And uh, that's ways that new people can discover Rita. That's yes. true. That is yeah. true. Yeah. And she's like trying to trick the search engine. <laughs> that's what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, this is an ongoing issue. Uh, please don't change your, I mean, you can change your last name if you want to, but I'll, I'll, Silently and unsilently disapprove. So, <laughs> you know. Great. All right. Next one, Amelia. Okay. Camilla Cabello. She, you know, she broke up with Sean Mendez and now she's apparently dating Austin Kevich, who I just heard of this man the other day when I decided to take this. <laughs> um, and he <laughs> is a CEO and co founder of Locks Club, which is uh. apparently, it's, it's, ostensibly Jewish Raya. That's what people say. Mm -hmm. So they were spotted holding hands walking around LA. So I'm sure there were a lot of because he's not that she famous. Loves, so like, she loves to hold hands and walk around with people. She, so, d- wow. she does. She really does. I'm glad she's continuing that into her Me next too. relationship. Yeah. And it's exciting. It's like, you know, mystery man. You know, maybe she'll get that headline. I mean, not anymore, but you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, good for her. I'm yeah. glad she's moved we- on. Yeah, we've been preaching go the tech route to every female celebrity that you know but goes like, through a messy now. Handsome CEOs, please, not yeah, like sure. the, Kay Hallowell. Know. Listen, we got Olivia Rodrigo out here dating every oh. rando, like okay, medium ugly white man, and I just think, like, yes, date like a CEO, like that's fine. Go the business tech side, but like, have some standards, and I think Camilla <laughs> does, so that's good. She does, Olivia yeah. Rodrigo. You are more right on that. Thank you. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. She's young. But okay. Yeah. Also, uh, this is a little bit of a blast from the past, but 
uh, TLC's Chili and Matthew Lawrence were spotted out and about in Hawaii together. And obviously, I'm sure people listening know who Chili is from TLC, the girl group. It was really popular in the 90s. And then Matthew Lawrence, also a popular 90s guy, he played the one of the kids in Mrs. Doubtfire. And mm. he was also Jack in Boy Meets World, who is older brother Eric's best friend. Oh, yeah. I love this guy. Yes, he's very cute. And she's really pretty. Yeah. So they look great together. However, even though they were frolicking on a beach in Hawaii, a rep for Chile said that they're just friends and they have Hmm. apparently known each other for a long time. And I guess he's getting a divorce from Cheryl Burke of Dancing with the Stars right now. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe this could blossom into a loving relationship. Who knows? They are frolicking quite close in the way right so yeah wow. there's something there all right this is good intel also speaking of like mystery romances selena gomez has been celebrating her 30th birthday for like all summer which i respect <laughs> i wish i could do the same next um, year Liz, in, next year <laughs> yeah she's in italy currently on her like third installment of her celebrations as she good should she's on a yacht you know gallivanting around with her friends and this you know quote, mystery man, but everyone's identified him. And he's an Italian director and film Mm. producer. His name is Andrea Irvolio, Irvolino. Mm. And the first couple of photos that came out, they did maybe just look like friends. There's other people on the yacht. You know how paparazzi kind of like staged or like, you Mm -hmm. know, cut out other people to make it seem like they're closer. But Mm -hmm. no, she threw what looks like a black tie event on this yacht again to celebrate. And he's like kissing her forehead. He's got her arm wrapped. He's right next to her. She's like cutting the birthday cake, which is prime position, you know, in a birthday party setting. So in my opinion, they're definitely dating and they're really cute, I think. And it's nice to see her, you know, have out and about and have love. Yeah, yeah. she's thriving. She's she is. Thriving. She is good for and her. I, they've known each other for a long time now. Um, he directed or produced a film that she was in in 2016, The Dubious Battle. Oh. So anyway, cool. Go way back. Anyway, right. yeah, That's sweet. I'm happy for her. Agreed. The next one, actually, Amelia, I am. I wanted to talk to you about this before we started recording, and then I was yeah. like, oh, this will be better if I save it. <laughs> okay, so Maddie Pruitt is engaged to Maddie Pro from the Bachelor franchise was on Pilot <laughs> Pete season. Yeah. And okay. Liz and I know her because we love a, a certain post of hers on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> she is engaged to a billionaire son. Um and his name is Grant Trout. He his father is billionaire Kenny Trout, who mm. founded a long distance phone company called XL Communications. Anyway, he's a billionaire. And they're engaged. And the Instagram that Amelia is referring to is when she commented in the third person on her own photo. (laughs) I'm sorry. And said, hold on, I might as well pull this up verbatim. Oh my God. I don't know why that makes me laugh. It's all time. Even I know and think of it fondly. Oh my God. Just like the matching photos. It's just, oh my God. She says, love you, Madison. You are so genuine and real. (laughs) From her own damn account. Like clearly <laughs> so meant to good. switch accounts, right? It's so yes. good. Like, right. Yeah. Just oh my so God. deeply ironic. The genuine yes. and real thing never gets genuine, old. It really doesn't. Genuine and real Agreed. should be a bigger meme, honestly. It should. Okay. Anyway, sorry for that tangent, but we had to bring it up every time uh, Maddie yes. proves yeah. it. Anyway, shame. Yeah. It is. Stop. Yeah. She's engaged to this man after eight months of dating. They are both right. very religious and saving themselves for marriage, which they openly admit is part of the reason they had a short engagement. They said, let's wrap this up. Their words, not mine. Um, but what is so funny is actually the personality that is coming out of this man, Grant Trout, which is like so out of left field. Oh. And Kaya sent us this clip. They've been doing interviews. They had a people spread, Wait. yada, yada. They were doing interviews together. And this guy's really interesting. So Maddie Pruitt is talking and she's like, we had the most amazing, incredible conversation. So challenging and inspiring. But then there's a part of me that like asks, does he have this swag? But then there's this part of me that was like, okay, but does he have like this, this swag? Like, does Girl, he have- she don't know. Does he have this like, you know- <laughs> This man is the whitest man Stop. on planet Earth. No. 
Wait, I need and then she keeps <laughs> talking. Did you send this over Instagram, Kaya? Oh my yes. god. Okay, I've been Go checking back Instagram. Into our DMs. Oh my okay. god. Amelia's never on top of Instagram. I'm sorry. Let's face I really it. am not. Oh Let's my face. So that she keeps so talking. talking. Oh my god. And it's god. like, is there another side of him where we can just like turn on some Justin Bieber, some Drake, and just chill and vibe? Okay, so that's <laughs> problem number two. And she goes, you know, and then you get in the car and he asked, do you mind if we just drive around downtown? And I turn on some Drake and I was like, do you want to just get married right now? So they're meant to be. Okay. They're meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, and so then yeah. She, sorry, one last thing. She's talking about like, she's Maddie Prue. That's her brand. She likes that name. Kate, similar, like, oh, hey, she's change it. But, and she goes, so I definitely want to incorporate Prue it like, you know, with mm-hmm. Trout. And he goes, you're Maddie Trizzy Trout now. <laughs> Wait, he said that? Yes. Oh, uh, these are quotes. These, the, oh I could no. not wow. this up. Trizzy uh, Trout. I mean, his, first of all, you got to imagine just the fact that his last name is Trout is part of her reasoning here. I mean, it's not. Perhaps. It's yeah. no Affleck. Uh, Perhaps. Wow. Trizzy Trout. I just. Part of. His Instagram caption when they got engaged where uh, I could write a book on what I've learned from your heart, but I'll save that for another time. For now, just know, like Drizzy Drake said, I got Z's for these other girls. I'm sleepy. It's giving like Chet Hayes, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen this man. I did not watch this clip because I don't care. You guys. uh, Oh, wait. Oh, his photos. Also, I would die of embarrassment. You know, I can't watch stuff like that. But yeah, this is incredible. I need to yeah. go look at his Instagram. He just looks like kind of a, he looks like a real, no, I'm sorry, but. Say I'm, it. He looks Say like it, a Amelia. really freaking dorky white guy. Just like, <laughs> yep. extre- like feels right. these jeans with the paint splatters and the oh my. ripped and, but they're layered denim. Oh, it's just like, yep. oh my God. This yep. is, this is so, yep. wow. I mean, it's yeah. not good. This is a rich text. Thank you so I'm, much. Yeah. Thank you for You're bringing welcome. this. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I will be tracking this. So, okay, great. Okay, yes. good. Okay, great. Now we can happily move on. Not worth the tea and this week in social media. Kate. Guys, uh, a couple weeks ago, we did a pod on Ringer Dish about funny girl, the funny girl saga, Leah Michelle stepping in for Beanie Feldstein. Uh, Go listen to that. Leah Michelle uh, has sort of started her, maybe a little damage control for her sure. recent press ahead of her funny girl uh, moment. Mm. And she released a video this week as part of the SAG After Foundation's Storyline Online program where celebrities read children's books uh, to children on camera. And she is reading a children's book for seven and a half minutes. It's called Rosie Revere Engineer. Now, hmm. If you don't know, people are probably like, why is this news? This is important because Leah Michelle in recent years has been part of an online conspiracy theory where people think she cannot read. She's fully illiterate. There are YouTubes and TikToks and Twitter threads compiling the evidence that she is illiterate. Again, we got into it on this podcast. We've gotten into it a million times. People don't really believe it, but also like it's not totally unbelievable. So mm. very clearly she released this video to be like, look, I can read, <laughs> which the fact that she had Sorry. to do that and that her agent clearly was looking for opportunities for her yes. to read on camera is just <laughs> chef's kiss. Uh, my so other true. favorite part of this, listen, she reads this book. It's fine. She could have memorized it. It's not that oh, long. Damn. Oh, the my God. Book. However, I'm not going to go that deep into it. I will also say that her false eyelashes are very thick. You can't really see her eyes moving on the page. <laughs> oh, However, my God. However, my favorite part of this, she's reading. It's fine. The comments are turned off on this video. Oh, <gasps> oh my this God. Is like, yikes. yikes. Sag after like the most innocuous series, like no reason for comments to be turned off other than that they knew people would be in the comments being like, she memorized it. Someone's <laughs> prompting her off camera. She's got an earpiece in and she's repeating the words. So I thought that was pretty great that they had to do that. Uh, That's but, so funny. You know. It's a strong argument for the actually she can read camp. I won't lie. Mm. It's a blow to the conspiracy theory, but uh, <laughs> onwards, you know, onwards and upwards. Uh, exactly. Onwards and upwards. And <laughs> our watch will continue. Well, thank uh, you. In other absolutely vital celebrity news, mm-hmm. we've not, we haven't had any real foot talk lately on Tea Time. Used to be a, oh, a real cornerstone of our yeah. coverage. <laughs> yeah, uh, there true. was a trend of like toe sucking that we like had mm. to talk about like a bunch when we first got this podcast. Yeah. Uh, it kind of became part of our brand and then we left it behind. However, we have to bring back uh, the foot content 
this week because beloved character actor Bob Odenkirk, star of Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad, you know, just beloved by all, really. Mm-hmm. He had a heart attack last year. People really came, like, you know, just just really were like, we can't lose him. He's amazing. We love him. One of our greatest, most beloved actors. He's had a tough year and he had a tough week because on Instagram, someone noticed that on his main Instagram account, he follows, followed, uh, (laughs) after this happened, uh, an Instagram page titled at perfect feet in sexy shoes. This account had at the time 3,465 followers. One of them was Bob Odenkirk. Now the, uh, the Instagram account has doubled in followers. Uh, I checked this morning. (laughs) Ever since. But just very obviously, like, listen, Bob likes to see some perfect feet in sexy shoes. And he didn't know maybe that his oh. public following uh, on Instagram oh. was visible. So this immediately blew up on Twitter. People were like, if Bob Odenkirk wants to ogle feet, let him ogle feet. Like, he's earned it. Mm. He's had a rough year. Right. Like, we're not here to kink shame one of our greatest, most beloved actors. Right. Yep, um, yep. And listen, we're not. Okay, he had a tough year. Also, I have to say, in his defense, he did immediately unfollow this account, which I'm like, listen, Bob, live your truth. Like, it's too late, you know? Life's short, Bob. Just, just like own it, lean in. Yeah. Follow another one. I don't know. Yeah, Um, Yeah, refollow the sexy feet and shoes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Also, I will say, like, as I was looking for this account, as like feet pick accounts go, Mm -hmm. not that bad. Like it's, it's, it's like what you would see. Like if I you agree. looked up like heeled sandals on Pinterest, it's a lot of like mm. yeah, glossy pictures of just like heeled sandals, like nice toenail polish, like <laughs> nothing super sexual, nothing right. too overt. So like of all the feet pics accounts that he could be following that I imagine are on Instagram, like this one pretty innocuous. Yeah. You know, he just wanted to see some perfect feet and sexy shoes and like who among us, you know? Exactly. Well, (laughs) what I think is funny too is like, so he's obviously from uh, the Breaking Bad universe, but there's Mm -hmm. also another Breaking Bad universe guy who messed up on, uh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. He played, no, no, no. no. He played, um, Is this the sex gifts guy? Yes. Yes. Dean Morris, who plays Hank, the series, one time tweeted out sex gifts. Because he thought the search bar was, the tw- the and it's still up. No. See, that's when you lean in. That's yeah, when, like, you exactly. just leave it up. Why delete it? <laughs> I just, I think it's yeah. also just so funny that it's from the same show universe, and it's very much yes. like yes. Y- your dad's favorite show. That you right. know, it's like, oh, right. oh it makes my sense, god, so. these poor men just trying to be horny on social media, and they just can't <laughs> right. get it together. <laughs> um, so you know, oh. we support Bob Odenkirk and his his foot fetish, and I hope that he has a. I hope he creates yeah. a finsta and can refollow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Perfect feet in sexy shoes and live history. Yeah. There you go. Um, um, next one, Amelia. Next one, we're moving on because I didn't even know. I feel like oh you God. know, there's always these like thirty under thirty, and then like you know, young Hollywood power, and this is Variety's mm-hmm. power of young Hollywood covers. And guess who got a cover? Who? Freaking Brooklyn Peltz Beckham. The chef. So I have a bit of a Brooklyn Peltz Beckham chef update. I know you all are on pins and needles because the last time we checked in, (laughs) he went on the Today Show and served them a sandwich. He made a sandwich and he gave it to the news anchors. Okay. um, So in this profile, I'm just like, no, I'm sorry, but like, how did he get this profile? Right. There are four covers. Exactly. And he was one of the four? One of the four. Come on. Like, is there must be something that I don't know. Anyway. Money changing hands, clearly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so here's, I'm going to read you some of the best quotes. Please. First off, we have, I'm almost 100% self-taught when referring to cooking. I which mean, is when, like, when you yeah, can just make sandwiches. Right. Yeah. It's like, we, we, we knew that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty obvious. Um, he also, as you know, he recently got married to Nicola Peltz. And uh, who is now Nicola Peltz Beckham because they did the whole combination. They're like, it's true love. Mm-hmm. We're combining the names. So there's a, that's another choice too. But he said, I've always said to my wife, we should actually do a reality TV show because she's so funny. And one thing I don't think anyone has ever dis- used to describe <laughs> Nicola Peltz is funny. Like, listen, I'm sure everyone has their own. And I know everyone has their own brand of humor. And I think that's great. But if you look at this girl, there's <laughs> nothing on her face reads. I'm funny. 
Yeah, that would not be. It's, it's not more like I push nannies overt. downstairs. <laughs> yeah, no, she didn't make that up. Just look it up. Yeah, exactly. There are rumors. Yeah, there are rumors about her, and none of them are that she's secretly hilarious. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then another quote was, "I want to have so many TV shows, and hopefully one day open up a pub in LA because LA needs a pub." Which is like, what? What are you? What? He's, He's just like talking. Also, okay, I, it's so weird. It's just like, what? Because like. You have to read the profile because it's just all these random quotes for him where he's like, I want to have a bunch of TV shows. I can't wait to be a daddy. And just like, he's like just saying words. He's literally just saying words. Yeah. So fascinating. And they literally are like, he's a chef. I don't, I just don't understand how we got here. I don't either. And it's just like the, you know, peace is just like, here he is. He wants to cook you food. And it's just like, oh my God, you're, hard, he's on the cover because of this? Into this as like a serious man of his craft. Like it's that family wild. has had chefs there. Like you look at a photo and there's a team of like 70 people that follows them. Just exactly. so weird that it's there's so... not a single ounce of like this man. Exactly. You know I mean? No, yes, 100%. And it's just like, I, it just, I don't, it just blows it's my baffling. mind. It really it's is. Totally baffling. I feel like they're like gaslighting us. Like yes. it's going to be like in 10 yeah. years, we're all going to be like Brooklyn Beckham pelts as a chef or whatever. And, and I'm then we're like going to be like, for- how did we get here? Like what happened? It's, we just skipped. We skipped like, so No much. one can remember how this happened. And it was just like implanted into our brains. Implanted. And it's so true. It's, and the way in which she's gone on several TV shows and has talked up a huge, like, he has incredible show. Something it's amazing. His team must be just incredible. They are. And you know what else is incredible? I just want to ask a quick question. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm taking a lot of time, but this was, but this is just like a lot of weird news. Um, so Nicola Peltz Beckham was also interviewed for this profile and they mention because they're lately people have talked about how there's beef between Nicola and her mother-in-law, Victoria Beckham. And Mm. the rumors began when Nicola allegedly didn't want to wear a Victoria Beckham design gown and instead went for Valentino. And this is the quote we get from Nicola when asked about it. I was going to, as in, wear the Victoria Beckham design dress. And I really wanted to. And then a few months down the line, she realized that the atelier couldn't do it. So then I had to pick another dress. She didn't say, you can't wear it. I didn't say, I didn't want to wear it. That's where it started. And they ran with that. Which is this There's kind of- There's so much underneath. I know it. It's cryptic. Yeah. It's like- Yeah. Okay. So you're- But the way in which she said, she didn't say, you can't wear it. But that doesn't mean, yeah, I want you to wear this- a Valentino dress. It was like, so you're saying that she was like, fine, wear it. Yeah, there's definitely like drama between the lines there. For right, sure. yeah. Huh. So, wow. I'm I'm interested to see where this feud goes, to be honest. Yeah, there's been a lot about it recently. I need some person on the inside. I need like a Kris Jenner source kind of like, <laughs> yeah. come, but from the Beckham family coming out. Yes. Yeah. Damn, fingers um, crossed. Okay, Last one. This is least important. So I put this at the very bottom. Do you guys remember a couple of weeks ago when I was talking to you about claim to fame? The Jonas? Yes. Oh, yes. The, you remember that? Where they're like related to a famous person. They have to figure out who yes. it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hosted by Frankie Jonas and Kevin Jonas. Love it. Incredible. And it was like you put a bunch of relatives, famous people's relatives in a house and then like you vote them out and then you have to guess or like identify who they're related to. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad okay. you're checking in with this because I remember being invested. Me too. Okay. A couple of weeks have gone by. So there have been a couple of people revealed. Okay. So this is also, I didn't put an unanswerable question. This is my unanswerable question in the middle of this pod. Mm-hmm. Are these people more famous, less famous, or just as famous as you thought like they could get for this type okay. of TV show? Okay? okay. Okay. So you start out strong. You got Whoopi Goldberg's granddaughter, Amara. Nice. Nice. Right? Granddaughter. You have Zendaya's cousin named Cub. Okay. Kiki Palmer's older sister. Oh. Okay. Then it starts to go Brett Favre's daughter, the NFL player's daughter, Brittany. Okay. Chuck Norris's grandson, Maxwell. Okay. That's a bit <laughs> of a stretch. how they found okay. him. Sure. And then Reverend Al Sharpton's daughter, Dominique. Those are the people that have been revealed thus far in this TV show. Honestly, that's a better mix of people than I would have expected. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I think it is. Especially the first couple. Right. The Whoopi Goldberg's granddaughter. 
What I wonder is like, did Zendaya get any say? Well, see, that's this the person thing. Going, that's the thing. That's what I and like with a like, cousin what's the relationship. Well, you yeah, can have a pretty distant cousin and they can right. still be your first cousin. Right. You know yes. what I mean? Right. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. yeah. But Kiki Palmer's older sister is definitely right. like, that's yeah. like a strong that's a good, line that's legitimate. Kiki. That yeah. Is, that is a strong line. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, how this is you, better than I expected. I would have expected wow. like the Chuck Norris's and the Al Sharpton's. How do you yeah. think they found Chuck Norris's grandson? Probably he came to them and he was like, I'm oh. distantly related to Chuck Norris. Let me yeah. on this show. He looks and they exactly were like, like Chuck Norris. Maybe. That's funny. Does he look like him? That's probably what yeah, got him on. Well, I'll send you. I'll send you. Pictures. I also wow. think it's one of those things where, you know, every famous person's there's always like one black sheep in the family. You know, there's right. like mm-hmm. uh, Meghan Markle has two. It's like her stepsister exactly. and her yeah. dad. Yeah. yeah. Who you like know? try so, to take advantage. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's like yeah. you're always going to find people who are like, oh, TV. OK, so. Yeah, but. I know this is. Yeah, I can't tell. Actually, I watched a couple clips. Some seem like they were telling stories about them, like they knew them kind of personally. Oh, and then sure. others seemed like, I think they've met them maybe once and like they don't <laughs> yeah. interact in family circles. Yeah. So that feels right. I will, <laughs> yeah. There's a couple episodes um, left, a couple more people to go. Maybe they're saving the heavy hitters for last. So maybe yeah. I'll keep you guys posted. Wow. Sounds good. I love it. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Okay, let's do cringe mode. Um, This week we're doing Rumor Has It, 2005 classic. We picked this because it was 90 minutes on Netflix and (laughs) um, it is a good movie and it is very cringy. So Kate, you want to do the plot? It's true. Uh, It stars Jennifer Aniston and Mark Ruffalo and Shirley MacLaine and Kevin Costner. And uh, basically it's all about how the graduate uh, happened basically. And like Jennifer Aniston finds out and thinks that the graduate is based on her mother and her grandmother and their family. And basically like she's engaged to Mark Ruffalo. She goes through this whole thing where she like decides that her dad is not her real dad. And that the graduate is about their family. And she Mm -hmm. goes off to find uh, the guy, Dustin Hoffman's character basically in the graduate who's grown up to see if he's her dad he like says that he isn't and that he's sterile and it couldn't be him. This is Kevin Costner. So then she just like sleeps with him 
like it makes right. that mental pivot immediately from you could be my father to actually I'm going to sleep with you. Um, <laughs> Absolutely wild. Normal. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then there's like this whole thing where like she goes to a charity ball. She meets his son because he's not actually sterile or like, you know, wasn't or whatever when he had this kid. Goes back to her family. It's this whole thing. Like her dad is her dad. Uh, mm-hmm. Goes back to Mark Ruffalo, even though she cheated on him. He accepts her. They get married. Mm-hmm. The end. That's kind of the movie. Yeah. What did yeah. I miss? Anything? No, that's it. Great. Yeah. I Would you <laughs> say that you guys needed to have watched The Graduate before watching this movie to understand what was happening? That's one of my lowlights. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll get to it, I guess. Yeah. All right. Let's start with the good. Let's start with the highlights, Amelia. I would say that this movie has a pretty stellar cast and crew. You know, we've yes. got Jennifer Aniston. We've got um, Kevin Costner, Mark Ruffalo, Shirley MacLaine. Uh, there are other people in it. Too. Oh, Kathy. Is Kathy Bates in this? No, wait, no, no, no. Kathy Bates. Yeah, is yeah, oh, she yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. is. She's right, the right. aunt. Yes. Who also, I think, sleeps with him. Bo Burrows. <laughs> right. I think that yeah. Was like a, yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah. And so you've got Kathy. Uh, it was directed by Rob Reiner. Like, just mm. great cast and crew. Strong stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Very strong. I think Shirley McLean, I haven't seen her in anything in a very long time. She is so good. She actually kind of really so grabbed good. me. I think she is the star of this movie. She. You should watch Only Murders in the Building. She's in it. Oh, yeah? <gasps> is she? Yeah. In the second season, yeah. Another reason that I got to get to that. Oh, have shit. To. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Sorry. good. That's a good note. Um, because she, the subtlety in her facial expressions are so good. She's, mm-hmm. there's something about her that is just like so charismatic. Um, yeah. And I just like haven't seen her in a lot. And I was like, wow, you are a national treasure. And I understand why like, yes. I love you so much. Agreed. And then similarly, Kevin Costner, also a national treasure. He Say what you wrote, Liz. What did you write in the outline? <laughs> Except Kevin Costner run me over. <laughs> he was doing, he was, I think it's a very specific role that you had to cast who was, yeah. who could sleep with a grandma, a mom, and then be into and not have it be creepy to sleep with the youngest generation, like the third, yeah. you know, yeah. woman. Um, and Kevin Costner could do the job. So I was too ashamed to speak this truth in the outline, <laughs> but I'm so glad that Liz put it in here. First of all, love Mark Ruffalo, but like his chemistry with Jennifer Aniston, way better. Ooh. Like, Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. yes Listen, yes yes was I like you should sleep with him no however like their conversation Agreed. like kind of their like sexual tension mm-hmm. I was like I'm yes. into it it's working for me and he does yeah. look great here it's yes. just 2005 great yeah honestly he still looks pretty great yes um, yeah, he's he aged extremely well and yeah. yes he he did what he it's needed to do it's hard to pull do. off the premise is. is a little creepy, but yeah. very creepy. Yeah. He no, came as I, close as anyone could. I literally was going to have him as my MVP, but then I was like, you know, yeah. what? I, I don't, I, I don't want to be <laughs> the first person want, to say this. See, that's how you know. He, I know. That's why he did a good job because we don't yeah. want to be like, I know. It was working for me because of the context yeah. of the movie, but, but it was. It, it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Highlight for me, there is just no one better at being like charmingly frazzled. Yes. Than Jennifer Aniston. And that's yes. all she Straight is note. this entire movie. Like she's in crisis in some shape yes. or form throughout this whole movie. And really like all of her movies to some degree. Like she's yeah. never like totally together. She's always like, but like looks amazing and like is charming, but like is like a little bit stressed and losing her mind. Yes. Uh, yeah. And it's just like, I mean, that's her whole friends character too, where it's like this, you know, mm-hmm. beautiful woman who just like can't get her shit together. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just no one better. I'm going to talk more about her hair later, but this was like the long hair Jennifer Aniston, like oh, the yeah. Rachel, this yeah. is like like three Rachels connected. Like her hair is <laughs> yes. so long That's and beautiful. Nice. And it was like Rachel final season, straight the yes. layers. Oh, right. She has like old Hollywood waves in this movie mm-hmm. uh, when they go to this charity ball, and like I was like, I've never seen Jennifer Aniston's hair like this because she really does like the more like beachy, like mm-hmm. relatable, even on like red carpet stuff like this. Totally. I was like, I've never seen her with like the old Hollywood glam hair and it was just incredible mm-hmm. I was like oh my god you look she has you're such hair. a movie star yeah. yeah beautiful so yeah that was a highlight for me legitimately <laughs> no I was watching and I was like god she does she really does have great hair you know so yeah. good it's all time so, yeah love that for her um also love that you know this film we do get a little full circle because uh they're talking to Kevin Costner's character and he's like yes I'm sterile because some guy kicked a ball at me at a soccer game and like 
lodged my testicles back inside me or so you know something like that <laughs> it was traumatic testicular oh, okay. trauma or Thank something you. testicular right, trauma right, right. exactly Blood, testicular. <laughs> yeah and then at the <laughs> say end it one the- more time <laughs> sorry <laughs> No, that's good. That's good. And then at the end of the film, everyone is like, you know, meeting back up together. And we see Jennifer Aniston's dad, played by Richard Jenkins. And he's he's coming out and he's like, you think he's going to yell at uh, Kevin Costner for like sleeping with his wife and his uh, daughter? But he's actually like, oh, my God, you're the guy. He sees his name or something. And he's like, you're the guy who... uh, who had his testicles injured when I kicked the ball at him or something. And I was like, yeah. nice. Right. That so, is a good moment. Sorry, that was really it convoluted. Back. But yeah, it does. Um, also, my dad loved this movie. I watched this with really? both my parents last night. And it was one of those things where he like is on his iPad and then we're like, oh, we're going to watch it. Like, And he's like, okay. And then like by the end, he was like laughing at like, you know, Kevin Costner <laughs> yeah. and Charlie McClain's one-liners. Like we got I you. love that. And he ended up watching the entire <laughs> thing with us. So if you Hell need, yeah. if you are by any chance home um, with your parents like I am, <laughs> this is a great movie to turn on because they recognize oh, the people. It's like, there's there's actually no real, besides the weird sexual vibe in the movie that's like yeah. the familial it's sexual vibe. It's not overtly sexual. Weird. It's not overtly, yeah. 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 All right, let's do low lights, Amelia. You know what? I, I just... I love Mark Ruffalo and they really underutilized Mark Ruffalo and, and his yeah. powers in this movie because he's really cute in this, but he just plays this like lame character. That's just yeah. like, he's kind of a wet he's rag. Just a wet mm-hmm. rag. He's literally just there. He's just there. And it's and it, just too bad. It makes it less satisfying that she ends up back yes. with him because the whole time he, she is like, he is just always there. And she's <laughs> yeah. marrying him. So he would be a little bit more some, and, yeah. Whatever. We'll get we'll get more into the cheating later. My low light was that I really resent the like odds storyline of like annoying little sister gets married, but the actual protagonist <laughs> of the movie is like the older sister, and she has to like deal yes. with all the little sister shit as she's like running around. <laughs> like, is yeah, this she's personal for you right now? Possibly. <laughs> yes. If I because I feel like my poor sister is now like Catherine Heigl in Twenty Seven, or like you know, yeah. is the older sister role in this movie. <laughs> Rumor funny. has it. And uh. it's played by a ditzy woman and it doesn't need to be like that Hollywood. So um, that was my low light. Kate? Uh, my low light, as we mentioned before, I just, I don't know enough about The Graduate <laughs> to be invested in this movie. Like, sure. Mm. I, and I think they, did, I mean, you know, every, you know everything you need to know really to some degree. You know, the general idea, the Mrs. Robinson, are you trying to seduce mm-hmm. me? Like, and they get into it to a degree, but like, there's something about like this movie based on another movie where like, if you haven't seen it and it's not really like part of our generation's mm-hmm. like culture, not yeah. culture, but like mm-hmm. lore almost like, right. it's just not as common knowledge for us that it, it was kind of like, why are you teaching me about this other movie? I haven't seen <laughs> Yeah, in order yeah. to make me care about this movie that I'm currently watching. It's uh, so true. I don't know. It was just a weird element where I was like, I am not invested enough in who this is to really care. Yeah. yeah. Especially that. like nowadays, maybe back in 2005, but like really yeah. now it's like, no one's talking about the graduate. No yeah. offense. Sorry. Right. So, right. It's a good movie, but yeah. Yeah. They should, eh, maybe they shouldn't remake it. I don't know if people would be into it now. Um, <laughs> another low light that I had was this is another instance of a man planning an absolutely unhinged, insane <laughs> first date to a woman that doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> This has been the through line of these movies recently. <laughs> Kevin Costner, Jennifer Aniston wakes up after a one night stand essentially with Kevin Costner, her maybe father. And he's like, don't go home. Don't go to New York. Like, come with me to dinner. And she's like, okay. Mm. Because she's not thinking about Mark Ruffalo because she's a B. And then they drive to a, a fucking tarmac and he's like, haha, I didn't tell you where dinner was. She boards a flight and they go to his winery and then they had dinner there and then they spent, you know, whatever. But it's like, again, Jennifer Aniston has to get home to her fiance and wants to get home. But he has like roped her into this lavish, insane date that she did not agree to. Yeah. You can't say dinner and then put her on a plane. You guys, no. have we learned nothing from Taylor Swift? Like think of the environment. Wow. Alone. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It's terrible. Precisely. I know. Precisely. We got to stop with the over the top dates. It's true. My low light, Rob Reiner. I trust you so much. Mm. I love so many of his projects. He has great taste in writers and scripts, usually. 
Not his best choice. I do blame mm. the writer for the issues with this. I, I mean, it was some of the writing was fine, but it's just kind of plot. The tone is weird. The plot the is weird. weird. Yeah. This was just not not his best project. Mm. Agree. Sorry. Yeah. Agreed. No, I agree. I this is random, but there's like a scene where Jennifer Aniston is rocking her Hollywood uh, glamour waves and she sits down at a table across from this guy who turns out to be Kevin Costner's son. And I swear, I was because we were watching this and then they had a scene where Jennifer Aniston and Kevin Costner are at this big dinner thing. And he's like, there's Alexander Hamilton or, or not Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. I'm sorry, George <laughs> Hamilton. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I'm sorry. George Hamilton. And, you know, it's like, oh, George Hamilton. And like, he's pointing out like famous people. And so I thought, this, Rod Stewart had come oh. into the film because, was, oh, that's another fun old guy that they can put in this film as like, you know, oh, a cameo. Yeah. But, the, but it was actually the son. His hair, it just, what is going on with this haircut? It is shaggy, oh. it is blonde, and it looks bad. I'm sorry. It looks just like Rod Stewart. This was a right? totally reasonable conclusion Thank for you, you to jump yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wish it was Rod Stewart. Me too. And that Alexander Hamilton, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would have spiced this movie up. Yeah, it would have. <laughs> Okay, let's do what is age the best and the worst. Avilia, back to you. I don't know where to put this, but I noticed when I was watching this movie that Jennifer Aniston says Shiloh around the 940 wow. mark. I was like, oh my God, Shiloh. It's just I love that that crazy. jumped out at you. <laughs> Thank you. Great that was my, That's Eagle my only yeah. aged best worst note. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did not age well. Um, <laughs> they also go to this internet conference in the middle, because Kevin Costner is like an internet, like a dot-com guy. I have no idea what really he does. He's like an investor maybe. But they have a whole conference about the internet and they're talking about AOL mm. and they're talking about what's going to be on the internet. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, this is very it's very dated. Yeah. Very dated. Uh, also dated, the hairstyle that we first see Jennifer Aniston wearing in this movie. Not to go back mm-hmm. to the hair, but I had a lot of thoughts about her hair in this movie. She is wearing... Her hair completely straight. It's very long. Absolutely flat ironed to a T. And then she's got that fucking bump in the front where you pulled it back and you pushed it forward. So it was a little oval-esque bump. And then you put those two little bobby (laughs) pins in it and you tugged the little sides down and made sure everything else was super straight. And this is the best that style ever looked. It's not a good Mm -hmm. style. It's her worst in the whole movie. But like this was the look that made us chase that for the next eight years from like 2005 to like what, 2012, when it finally mm-hmm. left our lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just blame this for so much uh, hair damage because I did do that. And so many of us did that uh, <laughs> stupid bump. And uh, I just, it's her fault, really, for making us <laughs> think we could look like that. I need this to come back because I have stick straight hair and I've been trying to put beach waves in my hair for the last Ooh. decade. And my hair is fried. No, it's fried because oh, okay, that was sorry. the look. It's your turn. The last, it's, it's my turn, turn now. I gotta let it rest. <laughs> did you do the bump? I'm the, sure. I tried everything. Um, Amelia, were yeah, you a bump it, bump it girl? No, but I have tried that little thing that she's done. I never bought the mm. actual bump it because that's right, me either. Oh, no, same. So I did know just, people that did though. There were did, girls in my high school that Me did. too. Me too. Yeah. I have a friend who like swears by it and I'm like, okay. No. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a real thing. Oh my God. See, this, is, this did not age well. This is why we were cursed yeah. by really this didn't. fucking movie. You know what did age well? I think it's a timeless look, but it was like very 2005. Uh-huh. Was the like longer kind of like wrap dress mm. that goes right above the knee. And then you have like knee high boots or like the tall like riding mm-hmm. boots. You know that look? Yes. Jennifer Aniston has it twice in this movie. She does. It looks it looks good. I can't. I mean, she it's rocks fun. everything. So it's like yeah, warping yes. my brain. Yeah. But that was a classy look. So maybe that's That'll come back. back at some point. It will. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. Okay. Let's do MVP, Kate. I love Richard Jenkins in literally everything. He has just like yeah. such dad energy. And yeah. like he yeah. was the perfect, just like goofy, caring dad in this movie as well. Like he gets a little speech at the end. He makes yeah. some dad mm. jokes throughout. He's just kind of there. Uh, yeah. And he's just great. He, you know, is is in sad movies, happy movies. He makes me cry. He's just Hi. like, has absolute, like your best friend's dad, who's just oh like a God. great hang. He does. That's vibes. such a, yeah. And yeah. I just love it. I Perfect love the consistency. Just love it. Yeah. He tugs on the... D- My dad was like getting real like tied in. Dad's to loving Jenkins. T- they yeah. see him as one of their own. That, yeah. That, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's funny. Um, I said, you know what? Jennifer Aniston does yep. a good job with what she's given. So... It's true. Yeah. 
Thank you, she Jennifer. She makes it work. The parts of this movie that work are because of her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. All right. Lightning round questions. Who is your favorite cameo in this movie? Kathy Bates. I love Kathy Bates. So it was fun to see her and she looked kind of kooky. So that was cool too. Yeah. She was like cool, rich, hippie Pasadena aunt that like yeah. drinks Bloody Marys right in the morning. Yeah. Look, yeah. Idyllic. Kate? Uh, this is not a cameo, but I also just wanted to shout out that I love Shirley MacLaine. Uh, I, she is in the movie a lot in the beginning and then like less so later on. Mm-hmm. And I thought she was going to be in the movie more. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is like a Shirley MacLaine movie, like duo. <laughs> oh, sure. And then she kind of like left. Um, <laughs> but she's an icon. It's like you said, she's just so fun to watch. She just like spices up every scene she's in. She mm-hmm. and Jennifer Aniston's like chaotic energy, like just work really well together. Yeah. Um, and I just think she's great. Agreed. My favorite cameo was Eric, the soccer coach from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. He is who Amelia thought was Rod Stewart. That's the guy (laughs) that she was thinking of. But he hasn't been in. Well, actually, his IMDb is very hard to sift through. Yes. Um, But he hasn't been in a lot of like real. Yeah. I'm glad you said this because I saw him. I was like, what did what did I see him in? Looked up in IMDb. It was like scrolling, 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 scrolling. Was like, I don't know what it was. Like, I'll never find it. Yeah. And then Liz put this in here, and I was like, hmm. that was it. He's the fucking soccer coach. So <laughs> that thank you so much like, for discovering that. Bridget's crush. Me. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wow. Okay. So you're Jeff, aka Mark Ruffalo. Do you forgive Sarah, aka Jennifer Aniston, who, as a reminder, cheats on you and like goes MIA for like 48 hours in Napa, and then he and then kisses him again. And he watches them at a gala kiss. Do you forgive her? No. Never. Listen, she has great hair, uh, but she's a mess. And this is terrible. And you just, he's stable. He's a lawyer. Her family's crazy. Yeah. She clearly has cold feet. She doesn't know what she's doing. Like, just just move on, buddy. You can do better. Yeah. Well, and also the fact that not only did she cheat on you with some guy, but it with some guy who could potentially be her father. And she knew that at the time, like deep seated issues. This was not like a one time mistake. This was like, she needs to work through some shit and she needs some space to do that. There, even if there was a 0.01% chance that it could have been, you know what I mean? She just absolutely believed to face value that like, that was impossible, even though like kind of look alike and she has nothing to comment with her other Mm kind of quote Mm -hmm. biological family. 1%. 1%. You can't, like, I cannot believe she didn't throw that out the window. And, like, you walk into this conference being like, I think that's my dad, right? Yeah. Or otherwise you wouldn't be there and you wouldn't be bringing it up. And then you yes. immediately make the mental pivot from this is my dad to, like, oh, actually, this is a random man who I now can sleep with. Like, that, the fact right. that she was able to make that switch so fast is is messed up. Yes, it is. So, and no, I wouldn't take her back. <laughs> no, I would dump her so quick. She yeah. spent, like, not just one night. Like, she was on a vacation with that man. And he had yeah. to fly across the country to come find her. Him oh. calling his own cell phone because she had it. It's just so humiliating. I don't know it what it really is. I, it's really tough to watch. Yeah. Okay, tough. so let's cast Jeff. And Sarah's daughter for rumor has it too. So like the daughter of Mark Ruffalo and Jennifer Aniston. So the like fourth <laughs> generation to like pass through. Um, and we're casting Kevin Costner's character as well. Oh, okay. Um, or I had an idea for Kevin Costner's character. Oh, okay. I like it. Uh, I said Sydney Sweeney because she literally was the only name I could think of at the moment. Her sure. impact, you know? Why not? Love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I misunderstood this. I was thinking of a brand spanking new movie because Dakota Johnson, who is my pick, could definitely oh, like not remake. be Jennifer Aniston's oh, daughter. Okay. okay. No, this Those ages too. don't add up. So I was thinking for a remake. You're right. I misread this question. That's okay. That's remake. okay. I was thinking Dakota Johnson and yes. Pierce Brosnan. Oh, my. Nice. I love that. Sexy, older. Yes. yes. Also, he's already done man. like the Mamma Mia, like. I'm hot and I also could be your dad, but no one knows. Yeah. Things. Oh so, my God. Oh, maybe that. He should run that back. <laughs> for sure. He, he has a beard now. Sure. So. He can bring back yeah. all the method he used for that. <laughs> right. For this yeah. Renewal. It would be really easy for him to just do <laughs> yeah. that. That's uh, funny. I also, I have an answer, but then I also interpreted this another way. So I said, <laughs> Sorry. I said Haley Steinfeld because I, one, just am really in support of her acting career. I think she's uh-huh. fun and she should do more. Two, she has great hair. So I'm like, that True. could be handed down great. from Jennifer Aniston. However, I was like, if we do, rumor has it too, like what movie, if she's not oh. their kid, like what movie does she investigate her family for? Oh, like wow. what? 
is our generation's oh. The Graduate. Oh, wow. That, and I did not come up with a great answer. I didn't come up with like <laughs> our generation's The Graduate. However, I think Haley Steinfeld should do a version of this movie where like her parents are high school musical and like she's yes. investigating. This is a little, it has to be like in 10 years. It couldn't be Haley Steinfeld. Okay. <laughs> but okay. like, I would love to see like a meta version of this where like she goes back to their high school and like tries to find out if they were like the inspiration for high school oh, musical oh. series. And then plus she sings again, this timeline so doesn't true. match up with the actor okay. and the idea, but I would love like meta, like a meta movie like this with something that like we actually know. Oh, nowadays. honestly, you know? I love this idea. I think we could even put it into uh, the current season of high school musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> Because it is already kind of meta, you know? Right. And I was talking to friend of the pod, Jomi, and he was saying, because he watches High School Musical, the musical series. Yes. And he was saying that some crazy stuff goes down. Like one of the, Olivia Rodrigo's looking for her bio dad. Like, you know, they're going in a way that's like, I didn't think that High School Musical, the musical, the series would go, but they are. Yeah. They're going full Riverdale. It's getting weird. That's what I said to Jomi. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's keep it in mind. These are good notes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we could do for next week's cringe mode is like another early 2000s terrible Jennifer Aniston. I was called her Jennifer. You're really selling it. (laughs) Jennifer Aniston, like rom com. Like she was in Along Came Polly and like. Not Marley and me. That's too sad. We'll think on it. That but sad. Um, I cried Jennifer Aniston has a lot of like stuff, yeah. these types of movies. Okay. Yeah. Let's do Tea Time's unanswerable questions. Amelia, go ahead. I guess this is more just for the listeners because I know you guys don't watch. But uh, this is for all my 90 Day fans. I hope you guys are excited for uh, Happily Ever After. Um, and I said it that way because there's like a, a question mark at the end. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> Joe Exotic, who is from another reality universe. He's from the that Tiger I know, King. That I watch. There okay. you go. So he recently posted to his Instagram a picture of Jesse from 90 Day Fiance, like coming out of the water all sexy. And he wrote, meet my amazing dear friend, Jesse Meester, actor, model, and so much more. You will see him around on my stuff more and more as he is going to help me get a voice to the White House for President Biden to sign my pardon before November Stop. of this year. Show him some love. Love you, Jesse, at Jesse Meester. And I I didn't know all these associations could exist. And I'm just, I'm so confused on a lot of this. How did they know each other? How did they get in touch? Isn't Joe, he's in prison. And, and I think Jesse's like known for being like a jet setter and stuff. But regardless of all that, if you're Joe Exotic, do you want a part, do you want help from Jesse or maybe another member of the cast? I, I, I mean, to help you get a pardon from President Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, I think I would set my sights higher. No? Okay, that's what I was thinking too. Be- also, I don't think Jesse, so he met up with one of the women and he was going to come over or whatever at, from Amsterdam, but he doesn't have a green card or any, he doesn't have an American passport. So oh, I think I it mean, would be that's not harder. the choice then. Oh, exactly. So you gotta choose an American Joe citizen. Joe should have that's chosen like, American. Yeah, exactly. Bare minimum. <laughs> right. So it was a little weird to, to see this. And I was like, hmm. Joe was sliding in DMs from, from prison oh. and he took whoever <laughs> Which he could <laughs> The first guy that answered. Yeah. For, for just clarity, he's in mm-hmm. prison because he's being convicted of a murder for hire case. That's <laughs> yes. what that is from okay. Tiger King, right? From the Carol Baskin, yes. yeah, yes, yes, because he wanted oh, to like my plant a God. bomb or something. Yeah, wow. so he's still awaiting release. I think he thought he was going to get out <gasps> with a pardon from Trump, but um, oh, wow. so he's going to try Biden. I feel now. like if someone was going to do it, it was going to be Trump. So yeah. I feel like Biden yeah, would, has less likely <laughs> chance. Biden's like, I don't, don't even show me this. <laughs> sorry. Wow. Oh my God. I can't believe we're still talking about those people from that I know. Show. I'm sorry. I just, I saw this and I was like, what the fuck? Like so you good. can't, you can't imagine this. Like this there is just. There are so many layers to that. It's so fucking weird. Yeah. Fascinating. So thank you for uh, indulging me. Of course. Um, I hope that some listeners who are fans of both. Yeah. I hope they get back you. to the answers. Please. Um, okay. Last mm-hmm. one. My question is also generally listener-based because I don't think there are any big astrology heads on this podcast. However, I've said this in the past. 
there's just like this big trend of like people being really into astrology, astrology memes. I follow uh, some of those accounts on Instagram. So, right. So many of my friends are like into astrology. And mm-hmm. my unanswerable question is, however, because I downloaded a bunch of apps. I was like, I just want to like, through osmosis, be able to participate in the memes, you know? Sure. I just like, yeah. I just want to understand because so yeah. many people that I know are into it. Yeah, uh, you're like, why is an Aries Squidward right. carrying a fork? Like, well, I yeah. don't understand. Right. Tell me more about how this Aquarius, this uh, like an Aquarius is like a raccoon in a kitchen sink. Like right. I need to yeah. understand exactly. why, that's, exactly. why that's me. So I downloaded a bunch of apps, including CoStar. And is that hmm. the one that Channing Tatum yelled at? He, so he does, I think like, I want to say passage partner. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Sorry. Something like that, which I actually had for a hot second. And I also deleted oh. it because I wasn't into oh. it. But I downloaded all these apps. And my unanswerable question is, does anyone actually believe horoscopes? Like, I know that there are people who are really into astrology and believe mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and, you know, have fun with it or whatever. It, but it feels like horoscopes are actually like not really part of it. Like mm. you don't see people sharing their co-star horoscope and being like, oh, my week's going to be like this or like, That's true. oh, this is so That's true. true. It's more like they just want to be able to like profile people based right. on their yes. charts. Right? They're like, like, oh, well, she's a Gemini. Mm, oh, you know. like, why would you ever date yeah. a Scorpio man? And right, like, right. And like, that's what yeah. I want to know is I want to be able to like judge to do, people. Yeah, like, that's what totally. I feel left out from. That's but it, it feels like horoscopes. You still see horoscope like on these apps or whatever. They would send mm-hmm. me a horoscope every day. They're all different. None of them apply to my life. And I'm yeah. like, why can we just phase that out? Like, is there another way? And I guess the memes are how we've chosen to do it. But yeah. like, yeah, I, I guess like just for the people who are into astrology, like, are horoscopes part of your experience or do you, do you just like not, not really interact? No, not pay with attention. Them? Yeah. I completely yeah. agree with you. I used to be in it or into it in high school. Like, you know, I was just, also it wasn't so online then. Like, I think mm. I just like, I don't know what Google did. Now there's like sure. Instagram <laughs> accounts or like apps that will push and tell you that you're going to have a bad day. Mm-hmm. But I remember I was flying internationally. I was flying to South Africa that day. I opened up my horoscope and my horoscope said, keep your feet planted firmly on the ground today. And I was like, this flight is going to go down. I had a full fledged panic attack. My whole family had to like talk, like be like, it's just a horoscope. Like it's going to be fine. But I thought that was like a sign from God that like, that's, what I needed. And oh so since God. then, I have not looked up a horse and I'm just like, I'm good. I'm I don't sorry. need to know. Right. And my I thing is like, I also, if they, if they don't apply to me, I'm always like, Psh, horoscopes are stupid. Right. And then like yeah. once a week yeah. when it's like, you know, something when you're stupid, flying, I'm like, to stay yeah, grounded. that's so that's true. So like, true. Yeah. Oh my Dude, God. I should, I should do that. And it's like, oh, I don't need that in my life. I don't need to like talk myself into bad decisions or anything. So right. right. That is you my answer also- question is like, is it, is it part of the current astrology experience yeah 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 that is a good question yeah that's a really good question remember when Cosmo used to do the like next month uh, back when also we like read magazines so it'd go month by month instead of day by day I just the other day someone retweeted the cuts like horoscopes for this week or whatever and I scrolled down to fucking Aquarius and was like (laughs) this doesn't apply to me why do I read these because they're not they're not legit so I also I want to know if you guys have apps that are better Mm. I think I I tried a bunch I, I just like you I need said to no to all I need to understand <laughs> I, well I don't like the horoscope aspect of it because it never applies but I still want to like understand again like the you know iguana in the trash can and why that's a Pisces <sighs> yeah. like well I, I just need I just want to understand the memes how okay. can I inter- interact with the memes without having to actually engage in with horoscopes I think you need to buy a uh, zodiac book yeah I think I need to learn more about yeah. the signs. Because oh, they guess. have just those g- generic books, you know? Right. Wait, right. while we're making a plea to the listeners, can mm-hmm. someone please help me figure out what my like moon and sun rising is? I mm. never know that part of my... And always, I just know I'm a Virgo. I have it in a Google Doc. Not a Google Doc, in a note. I like had to you paste it in a note because oh. I always forgot. You just go online and you're like, where you were born, what time... Blah, blah, blah. And then I like oh, put in a little time. note in my phone because oh. people would always ask me because I have, I don't know, a lot of gay friends who love astrology and they just always want to know what your rising sign is because apparently that's so that funny. says a lot about yeah. you. And now I know that I'm a Capricorn rising, which I don't know what huh. that means. Right. We got and a lot that's to what learn. I want to know. <laughs> I know we do have a lot to learn. Oh, I just want to, you know, it's always about engaging with the memes. 
gift it for me. It really so. is. It's my, <laughs> my goal in life. I just, I don't want to do the work. I just want to laugh at the memes. Uh, and okay, that's what us. I love about you. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> I remember you, that was one of the only reasons why you're like 90 day fiance. Well, I know the guy that with the head. Succession. Yeah. I keep up with succession <laughs> just know. to engage with the memes. Yeah. That's how I just consume content. <sighs> Okay, someone help Kate, please. Um, okay, that is it. Another long pod. I had a lot to say this week. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.